Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast that reminds you that the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. How the hell are you? Happy Friday. We made it. We are somehow almost maybe kind of sort of not really in the middle of November. How did it happen? I don't, I, I just, I don't understand. Rob literally was like, how is it that Thanksgiving is around the corner? And I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how we got here, but we're gonna make it. And honestly, let's just, let's just rip the bandaid off and go straight into today's topic because do I have a funny story to tell you about the week? Probably. Can I think of one at the moment? No. So we're just going to go straight into today's topic, which is dun dun dun, the holiday season. It's upon us people. It's upon us. And you know that's an exciting an exciting time, but I want to talk about the part of the holidays that get people into a tivy, and that's a two-sided coin. That is first and foremost people feel like they just let themselves go completely in November and December and then they jump on the guilt train come January and I have seen a lot of stuff out on the internet about how you don't need to wait till January to start getting after your goals and look your girl loves the sentiment I am here for the for the well intentions that I think that that imposes. I think that I think that most people who are saying you don't have to wait till January, you don't have to wait till Monday, you don't have to wait for the first of a, of a month um, to start a new goal. You're totally right. I love the idea of starting on a Tuesday or on a Saturday or on the 16th of a month. It doesn't matter. But I also don't want people to feel like they aren't able to enjoy all that the holidays have to offer and that's time with loved ones that's a slower pace that is generally for most people um, less time at work more time at home it's just a slower time and is that the best time to be going after really maybe intense performance or body composition goals it might be, but it might not. And I think those are the questions that you've got to ask yourself. Um, and I don't think that you need to feel shameful if you want to say, you know what, I am going to wait for the first. But I think that the piece of advice that I that I really want to give today, and I'm just going, I'm getting straight into the crux of what I want to tell you, is that instead of focusing on being perfect this holiday season, focus on being consistent. And that applies to a lot of things. Um, mainly, I want you to think ahead on how you can be consistent with your workouts. And look, it's what, November 10th? I'm purposely filming this or recording this, putting this out into the universe early. I'm not waiting for the week of Thanksgiving to talk about, don't feel guilty for eating too many calories. No. November 10th, I'm saying, sit here, look at the calendar, okay? Find out those weeks, maybe you're traveling, you're seeing family, where workouts are going to be tough. What's your plan? Are you going to do all bodyweight exercises? Great, that's fine. 
do you know what exercises you're going to do? Would you like to get some bands? Maybe you need to buy some bands during a Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale so you have them by the time you travel for Christmas. Can you go into the Sweat app and can you like all of your favorite express workouts? Just go into the on-demand section. You can go in week by week of any program and pick out the express workouts and just click the little heart button. And then when you are ready, when you're traveling, when you need something quick, forget about even travel. Forget travel. There are just those days when it's dark and raining or it's snowing and it's cold and it's cozy on the inside and all you want to do is sit on the couch and the last thing you want to do for is work out. You need to have a 15-minute workout saved for those days too. It's not just about these short and quick workouts that you do on vacation when you're, you know, stuck in your your grandma's basement sleeping on the couch next to Uncle Ted and Brother Sam. You know, like you really... I, w- I think that success less looks like trying to control everything that happens to you during the holiday season. And to me, success more looks like planning what you're going to do when shit hits the fan, when you don't have the motivation, when you're feeling bloated and tired or cozy and unmotivated. What do you do in those moments? And in those moments, I don't want you to have that mentality of, I need to start working on my goals right now. I instead want you to have the mentality of I'm just focused on being consistent. Consistent does not mean you have to work out every single day. Consistent does not mean how many days in a row can I go without eating chocolate. These aren't the sorts of things I want you to focus on during the holidays. Consistency isn't I'm just going to have one cookie every single day instead of, you know, eating 10 cookies. No. Consistency is I'm going to try to go for a walk five days out of the week. And the two days that I don't go for a walk, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to commit to four workouts a week. And if one of those, two of those, all four of those workouts are 15 minutes, so be it. That is life. I'm also going to be consistent with being thankful For all that my body does, I'm thankful for the people around me. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. Whatever you've got going on, be consistent with your mindset, with the positivity in your brain because it's so easy to get wrapped up in all of the, I don't know, let's call it glitz and glamour of the holidays and and to feel this shame and guilt on the back end of it that just simply doesn't need to be there. So if you start, if you go into things November 10th, you're going in early to the holiday season knowing that I've got my plan in place. When I'm lacking motivation, I already know the workouts that I'm going to do. You can already look at the calendar and you can see those dates where, oh, I've got a lot of, I got a, I got a bunch of, I got a, my work party, my friends, friends giving all in one weekend and I'm afraid that I'm going to eat too much. Maybe you schedule something for yourself that is some form of self-care on the Sunday after that. It has nothing to do with, oh, I'm just going to plan to eat salads that day. Nope, that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe you go get a massage that day, okay? Maybe you get a babysitter and you go and you just sit and, and drink some coffee at a coffee shop and chat with a girlfriend that day. What on the calendar are you, I don't want to say afraid of, but 
you think is maybe a boulder or something that ah, boulder is not the right word, something that's going to give you potential for shame, for self-hate, for poor talking in the brain. You know, you know that talk. What is it? Where are those little those little moments on the calendar and how can we plan for them? And hey, maybe it's too early. Maybe November 10th is too early to be having this conversation. Maybe you don't know yet. But I want you to start thinking about if you're the kind of person who feels like they lose control over the holidays, I don't want you to be sitting here looking at the calendar saying, I'm just not going to partake in anything. Look, your girl, I've been one of those people. I've been one of those people who's been like, well, if I just don't eat any sweets, if I just never partake, then I'll just be fine. Like I remember Under Armour, I don't know if they still do, but they used to throw these amazing Christmas parties. And I remember one year it was Candyland themed and it was so cool because it was at the office and they I remember they painted the entire floor like to look like a Candyland board and they had all of these like Circus de Olay type people like hanging from the rafters and like dressed up as like Candyland people uh, and you can imagine there was candy everywhere and I guess I should say this is like Under Armour has an indoor basketball court like in the middle of the office. So there's like there's like cubicles and everything around this court. So like it was at imagine an indoor basketball court converted into like a massive Candyland board with candy. It was pretty cool. But anyways, I was just like, well, if I just don't partake, if I just literally eat zero candy, then I'll be fine. Like I'm and I've said this on the podcast before. I'm the kind of person who's like all or nothing. I'm either saying no to the Oreos or I'm eating two entire sleeves. And so this is one of those times where I just was like, well, I'm just not going to partake in it. And I just remember so much fun was happening around me. And all I was like chanting to myself on the inside is like, you don't want that candy. Don't eat the candy. Oh, don't go over there. Don't stand by that candy. Or I was like, you know, making sure that my plate was full of all of these other nutritious foods, the carrots and the hummus and the freaking kale chips and the whatever else I was eating from the, you know, buffet or whatever that they offered. I was so damn focused on being healthy that I lost out on what the whole thing was about in the first place. Just celebrating each other and having fun and letting loose and, you know, letting your hair down, so to speak, and just enjoying each other's company and I don't want you to feel locked in by that feeling I want you to enjoy it and if that means that you eat way too much candy at your office's Candyland party who cares I mean unless you're diabetic or have some sort of like you know medical issue <laughs> like if you are a standard, traditional, healthy human, it's going to be okay. And build yourself a framework, a healthy mindset framework to get through the holidays now on November 10th because little things pop up. For me, the thing that I have to, my you know, demon, so to speak, that I have to live with, which is this is not me complaining but I do struggle with it mentally Rob loves to bake Christmas cookies 
and he he's already started his research. And if you've followed me on Instagram around Christmas time, I usually post a couple. Sometimes he shares the recipes. Some, sometimes Rob doesn't like sharing the recipes with you guys because he likes being a little secretive. So if I don't share a recipe, know that it's usually because he says no because he likes sitting on his high horse. <laughs> but I like that he sits on it too. <laughs> um, but I, he makes all these Christmas cookies. And I, he probably makes, I'm going to say, like four to five different kinds across multiple days. So it's not like he just has one weekend where he's like making Christmas cookies. It's like the entire month of December, he's making Christmas cookies. And then he's going to make a pumpkin loaf and a, cho a chocolate chip banana loaf or whatever. He just goes Again, I shouldn't even be complaining because I'm very thankful to have a husband that loves to bake and to cook and yada, yada, yada. But that's not what this episode is about, is it? No. So let me bitch and moan. Okay. Okay. So for me, as someone who wants to look her best, I'll admit that. I have no shame in admitting that. I do have shame in the amount of cookies I consume in the month of December and every year, like I remember when I was pregnant last year, being like, phew, thank God I have an excuse. I can eat all of the cookies and I'm freaking pregnant and no one's going to come after me for eating all these cookies. When in reality, no one does come after me. It's just me. It's me. It's these demons on the inside in my brain that come after me. But I just remember, and like, oh, how sad is that, you know, to think like, oh, thank God I'm pregnant so I have an excuse to eat, to enjoy myself this holiday season. Like, that's the kind of mindset that I just don't want you to fall into. And look, when I say I had that mindset, it's like I have moments of that, of that thought, of those thoughts, and then they, they dissipate, they, they go away. I'm thankful that that's not my, like, standard um, being anymore but it certainly was there certainly was a time of year where I felt like I was always dancing around health during the holidays instead of when I say going in with a plan I want you to go in with a plan on focus on your mental health I don't mean going in with a plan and, and consistency I don't mean going in with a plan on how to avoid the candy and just eat the carrots and the hummus. That is not the plan that I'm talking about. Because it is okay to wait till January to reel shit in. Okay? You don't... Yes, I want you to be consistent. But I think, I think it's much easier of a mindset to think about how am I adding in? How am I being consistent and adding in healthy things into my routine than I am omitting them and that's usually the case with with anything when it comes to like healthy eating for example throughout the year instead of omitting all of these quote unquote healthy unhealthy foods junk foods fried foods fatty foods whatever you think you should be omitting instead of focusing on that it's always I think easier and better on your mental health to focus on adding in positive things how do I eat vegetables and protein at every single meal how do I add in more water into my routine how do I add in more sleep into your routine if you focus on adding in the positive things you don't have as much time space or energy for the negative things so when you go into the holidays you can apply that same approach instead of thinking about I'm not going to eat any of the candy. I'm not going to eat the Christmas cookies that my husband made or that are sitting in the work break room. 
don't focus on omitting. Focus on adding good things into your life and being consistent with that. And those good things, again, don't have to be the carrots and the hummus. Maybe the good thing is that you write some letters to some friends that you haven't talked to in a long time and you just say, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever, whatever you celebrate. You know, I think those good things can be maybe you give back and you work at a, you know, food um, bank or a homeless shelter or what can you do that you're adding in goodness and you can consistently feel good about your body. I, I, want, I do want you to, I'm not even going to say work out. I want you to move. I do want you to be active. I do think adding that into your routine is, is going to help you feel your best physically because this is you do I do want you to feel good right mentally and physically but I think that sometimes in the winter specifically I know some of you it is summer your time um or in your neck of the woods but I think for those of us where it's winter I think it's important to keep your mindset less on I have to work out every day and just I have to move every day and if you just focus on movement, like I didn't work out today, I had plans to work out today, but I've got a, a deadline, I'm working with a brand and I've got a deadline to do tomorrow. So I was working a lot today. And then I have I had to record this and I, I don't have any um, nanny on Thursday. So I was just busy with Blake and she just, it just, she had doctor's appointment and vaccines and all that. She's crying all day. Like it was just one of those days. And so I can look at it and I can be upset that I didn't get my workout in. But you know what I did do? I went on a 30-minute walk with Blake. So I'm going to focus on that, the fact that I was consistent. Sometimes it is just about checking the boxes of moving your body, of adding those healthy habits in. So as we go into November and December, instead of focusing on omitting all of the what you think are unhealthy habits, those habits that give you shame and give you guilt. I instead want you to indulge where you want to indulge, but focus on adding in things and being consistent with things that make you feel good mentally and physically without that shame and without that guilt. And if that means you need to spend 20, 30 minutes this weekend writing out a plan like I said, favoriting all your 15-minute workouts in the sweat app so that you have them on those days that you don't want to work out, okay? Or maybe you live somewhere where it snows a lot, and so you know there are going to be days where you cannot go to the gym because you're snowed in. Are, do you have a plan for that? How are you going to stay consistent? Because it's so easy to just fall off the horse and to beat yourself up, and that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing this holiday season. We're going to continue to move and be active. We don't even need to call it a workout. We're just going to move and be active. We are going to indulge in the Christmas cookies that our husband makes way too much of, and we're going to be okay about it. And then when January comes, we're going to be thankful that we had a plan. We're going to be thankful that we have a roof over our mouth and that we have a husband that makes the cookies in the first place. Okay, we're going to be thankful. And sure, come January, if we want to work on some goals and on our performance and on our body composition and how our body looks, great. Let's do it and let's go for it. But do not feel guilty for not being perfect in the months of November and December because no one is. First of all, no one is perfect 
ever. But I can damn near promise you no one's perfect in November and December. At least no one that I want to be or I would want to associate with. Okay? But trust, there are plenty of people on the internet that, that live such a restricted life. Sure, you can do it. Be my guest. I guess I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, but I am kind of here to tell you how to live your life. I just don't want to be the person. I would much rather enjoy my life than restrict my life. I work way too hard to restrict myself from things that bring me joy. So that's that. So she's not going to. I really don't know what kind of cookies Rob's going to make this year. He, every year he like he researches, he makes different ones. There's a few ones that I really like that um so he makes his like standard chocolate chip cookie that I love, but like his Christmas cookies there's like a matcha one that he makes that I really like. I'll have to ask him if he what he, if he if he knows what he's going to make yet or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um but yeah, I Christmas cookies when I was a little kid, Christmas cookies was like my grandmother were and me and the boy that lived next door, who was like a couple years older than me, would make like sugar cookies, and then you would like glaze like, and use the like cookie cutters to make the like Christmas shapes, and then you would glaze them, you know, uh, you know, like candy canes and Santas and reindeers and ornaments or whatever, and then you would like paint them. That was very like classic Christmas cookies to me, but like Rob's family does like a cookie exchange and they do like cookies of all kind of sorts. So it's just interesting how different families do different things. I very much want to have like my own, you know, kind of tradition with, with Blake. We'll figure out what that is. We obviously have a few years. No cookies for her. We'll have to make some sort of like kid cookie. I'm sure, I'm sure, we, I'm sure Rob will think of something. That's for sure. Blake is eating though. Have I updated you guys on that? How she started to eat food? It's quite in, it's quite fun. Um, she can't. She doesn't know really how to use her hands though. So anytime we do like baby led weaning, which is um, giving her like, when I say whole foods, I mean foods in their whole form. So like, uh, take a broccoli, boil it so it's a little softer, but then cut it, and so like she can hold like a stick of carrot and eat it from there versus a puree. I think I have talked about this, but regardless, I'm going to tell you this story because it's a new story. Um, she will, anytime it's like a stick of food or like a piece, she'll grab onto it with her hand. But like you see those like videos, I guess, of like babies who get like super messy and there's stuff everywhere because they just stick their hands in the puree and then they just get it all on themselves. That's like not her. Like she needs it to be on a spoon and she needs it to be, she'll feed it to herself on the spoon, but we have to load the spoon for her. It's still a little messy, but I'm ready for this girl to get like, like get your hands in there and get messy and get disgusting. I'm sure there's a few of you who are going to be like, just watch what you wish for. And I'm going to say, get that attitude out of here. Get it out of here. You know? Don't tell me. Like, let, me live my, let me live my truth. Okay? I'm excited for my kid to get messy as hell while she eats. Will I bitch and moan about it on the internet when it happens? Yes. But for now, I'm going to pretend like... The messy is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. You know, it's going to be fun. All right, friends. 
Um, you guys are wonderful. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Um, man, I didn't really have any funny stories or anything to tell you. I, I didn't, I usually stop and kind of try to ponder on like what story to tell you guys beforehand. And I kind of forgot to do that. I just clicked record and went with it. So that's on me. I'll think of something funny to share next week. I'm sure there will be something. <laughs> All right, friends. Happy Friday. Go get them. Go crush your day and your weekend and have a happy, filter free Friday.